Welcome to the Avance Podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. So the the living room is warmer than the studio. Why? Why we we I heard we could swim through the studio though. Almost. Almost. Yeah. Luckily, the studio is above the shop floor, yeah. which is flooded with water from broken pipe. You didn't let the water touch the almighty Audi, did you? No, the tires are still Good. dry. Good. Okay. That means we just you know there will be punishment. Sh- it's a supercar. They shrink in the rain. <laughs> they shrink in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> did you see that video I sent you guys of that uh, that Audi that doing the the pole? <laughs> like, uh, I sent it to you on Instagram. And it's a, it's it's an Audi just like Shauna's, but he's doing a drag pull and like the whole oh. the front wheels are coming off the ground yeah. like it's pulling so hard yeah yes please yeah yeah so drag racing the Audi yeah twin turbo twin yeah yeah she's nodding her head yes she did send me a smiley face so I think that means yes spend all the money you need to spend to make this happen so yeah, yeah. <laughs> nonverbal communication I yes. learned that yeah that's the way it works so what's yeah. a sheepy race build like thirty to fifty thousand yeah I mean it's you know jump change for the who, amount of joy you'll have while doing the quarter mile in under nine yeah yeah who doesn't need a like 1500 horsepower at the wheels audi all right you know we joke i think i need to drive one and then realize how much i don't need one <laughs> <laughs> i think that's the, I, I need to know that i don't need to know it i think <laughs> is that the way i agree it? yeah so yeah. i need to be i need data to verify my opinion that, that's there we go yes. i mean i can't say we are a data-driven podcast don't do something <laughs> stupid unless i do something stupid right speaking of that i got flashed by a cop today <laughs> well i mean was she but, hot? But, light, but, but the lights <laughs> uh we're, we're recording this on the wednesday before and as you know we got snowpocalypse you know 2024 and i came out of the safeways parking lot and got on the gas a little bit and if you know the upper snowquamish uh up there the fact what's across the street from the safeways is the snowquamish north bend police station <laughs> and i gunned it coming out of there was fishtailing this there was a nice officer just sitting there Clicked on his lights, clicked off his lights, and he just shook his head at me. And I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> You're like, come on, don't you have shoplifters and car thieves to, yeah, to get that break no. into the well, parking to be, lot? Across. To be fair, he probably could have left his lights on and come and talk to me instead of just shaking his head at me. So True. I appreciate that for my, uh, you know. He was intimidated by your Subaru. That's what it is. Like, I I'm can't telling chase you. that guy down. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what he was thinking. Totally. I, mean, I could tell that in his eyes. Yeah. I want to chase that guy, but I can't. Uh, you know. God, you remember the good old days when parking lots didn't have medians and things like that, and you could just go learn how to do spins and yes. learn how to drift and made you a better driver? Up in Arlington, there was a place, um, I don't remember the name of what it was, but it was across from the Stillaguamish Athletic Club, which is right by the Arlington Airport. Okay. And it was famous for having only four light poles in the parking lot. Like and they were very widely spaced apart and no curbs. Oh, it was nice. just painted lines and it was like the size of a football field. So needless to say, it was a fun place to go visit. Like I, I think that's obviously as long as you're not ripping somebody's parking lot up, I think it's a good place to learn. I'm yeah. just, I'm, I feel the same way with people on motorcycles. Like if they're in a lot doing stuff and, and, and being protective and not out on the road, I think that's better. But yeah, yeah. I'm hundred percent for that. It, and jo- all joking aside, like one of the, most fun things you can do as a kid is go into a parking lot full of snow and drift around your car and you will learn how your car handles so much better. And the chain, and you're not going to, like you said, you're not going to hit anybody else. No. There's no curbs. There's no cars. Like that's the way to do it. Yeah. Might d- damage your ego when you think you're not, you know, you think you can block and you're not, but right. So yeah. other than that, yeah, you're good. <laughs> you have all so. your traction aids on and it, the car just keeps stopping. <laughs> stopping. <laughs> stability sm- control I'm exists smarter now. than you, sir. Sir. Yeah. 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 I'm with you. Exactly. Nice. Uh, I have an interesting Carter's tip that I did not know. Uh, okay. This randomly came up in a Something post. you didn't know? Uh, there's a lot I don't okay. know. But this yeah. is a, um, do you know the difference between a road and a street? They're spelled differently. 
Correct. Anyway, moving Correct. on. Moving on. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> no, so I, I had no idea. And, and Do roads go one way and streets go another? Or? Sort of. It, no. Um, but yes, they have different... So a road denotes any vehicular travel way that connects two points. So point to point, it's not a highway. It's just a road. It goes from point A to point B. That's a road. It's anything. Okay. But a street um, is also a road, but not all roads are streets. Kind of like whiskey. Um, I was going to say, whiskeys are bourbons, but not all bourbons are whiskeys. Right, yeah. exactly. Okay. Yeah, so a, a, a street is a road that is flanked by buildings on both sides and usually runs perpendicular to avenues. So if, you have an, if you're on a road, an avenue is running perpendicular. Okay. Yeah. So. God, do we have that graphic, like the more you know logo? Just right, I know. Okay. How did that come up? I have no idea. I was oh, just, it was just okay. something, because something random. No, I, I'm sure the algorithm is like anything car related put on his Instagram yeah. kind of thing. And I was like, huh, sure. that's a really interesting thing. I had no uh, idea. Okay. I mean, could I have gone the rest of my life without knowing that? Probably. Probably. But now I know it. Yeah. So I can now annoy people. And like, I feel like that's going to come up in bar trivia someday. Like that will pay off. Well, if you're someday. driving down a street okay. and you, then you know, okay, I'm on, you know, fourth street, you know, the crossroad's going to be an avenue. Yeah. Yeah. And you can scream be. at somebody if they're trying to get to your house. You're like, damn it, don't turn on the street. Turn on the road. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. Good to know. I'm sorry, Theo. <laughs> I squeezed a toy and I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. yeah. There's, yeah. We have a so, special guest in the studio today. No. He will probably bark at yeah, some Yeah, I was going to say, you're not going to take it now and go squeak at it. <laughs> I, this is all my fault, but. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Okay. Enough interruptions out of you. Sorry. Yeah. Stop being so adorable. Yeah, I'm so, trying. Oh, him. Yeah. So <laughs> sorry. You yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. So t- it turned into uh, quite the shit show up here, to say the least. <sighs> you know, it's funny because th- this the what we're what I think two miles apart, two yeah. and a half miles, something like that. And it was snow. It was raining up at my place, but I wasn't getting a ton of snow. And then I was in Bellevue all day, and I came back. And we got a little bit of snow, but you got kind of dumped on out here. Like, well, it, it was everything was frozen, so we had freezing rain, and then that just created an ice sheet like. You'd never seen branches falling all the time, power constantly in and out. And then even just walking from the house to the shop was actually kind of treacherous. Dogs and cats living together. Yeah. So we had this sheet of water over a sheet of ice and then it just dumped snow. That sounds Um, fun. Yeah. So it's a winter is still in full effect. I-90 is closed in both directions. There's semis stacked up down the highway. uh, I've been enjoying the videos of what Seattle does best. And that is slide down hills and hit things because people don't know how to drive. (laughs) The the idea of staying home. (laughs) Why is it every time I see a video of somebody's car sliding down the hill backwards and the woman jumping out, it's always in Seattle? <laughs> like That video is so great. I mean, at the end of the day, like you're going to be safer in a giant metal capsule than you are on the street. Because if you're sliding down the street, the car in front of you probably is sliding down the street behind you. So Right. I yeah. uh, I don't know. I'm just... I, I'm one of those, you know, take all this, the warning labels off everything, let it work itself out. I, I agree. I like, agree. That person shouldn't be driving anyway. <laughs> Obviously, like, this coffee burned me. Smack! You should have known better. You ordered a hot coffee. Yeah. Yep. Don't question me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know there's iced coffee, but uh, yeah. No, it's been. Uh, I thought we were going to get out of it. I thought. I mean, me too. I love this. I love this. I, I think it's actually better for me because I can get around. I can go places, and everybody else freaks out. Um, but like, it was a whiteout coming in from Bellevue back to the house today which was great, um, and everybody was doing nine miles an hour. Let me tell you something. If you're freaked out about driving on the freeway in a, in a whiteout, pull over. 
get off on the exit. Do not drive 9 to 10 miles an hour, whatever it is, in the middle lane on I-90, okay? Because when somebody's coming through a blizzard doing, I don't know, a little under the speed limit, <laughs> it's hard to see you. So, yeah, there's another tip for you. So, yeah. Common sense. Yeah. Gosh, I was my, the my Instagram and my Facebook are <coughs> lighting up. I think Barrett Jackson starts real soon here. Looks yep. like there's going to be some really good, really good cars coming across the block, and very interesting cars. Um, yeah, it's a comfortable sixty down there. Yeah, comfortable. Yeah, true. Which I wouldn't mind. No, I, you know, I look back. We we spend a lot of time down there, especially in Januarys and things like that. But um, I kind of like being up here where everybody's freaking out. <laughs> so I don't have money to be at Barrett Jackson anyway. So yeah, yeah, I, you know. It's fun to watch her go across. Uh, speaking of in the news, though, Sarah Price, congratulations. That's right. She broke, uh, but she set a record for like, what, uh, is it the first woman to win a stage of, uh, not that, was it, it's a big, so she's doing the Dakar rally right. in a side-by-side, side side. and she won a stage, and I think if if she's not one of the first, then she's one of the top. <laughs> yeah, she said, uh, let me bring it up here real quick. Uh, Sarah Price wins stage 10 in SSV, side-by-side vehicle, making history as the first American woman and third in the car history to capture a stage win. That's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations so, to yeah, her. Congratulations to her. We're fans. She's awesome. Someday when her schedule calms down in 60 years, we're going to get her on the show. I'm just going to like went to the women's summit. I'm just going to come up to her and be like, follow me into this room. Yeah. <laughs> Put on uh, a headset. Maybe we don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Things we're not going to say to Sarah Price, <laughs> okay? We're going to just, no, no, Dan, no. So I'll have Josie say I'm surprised it. you didn't say that to Michelle Mouton last year. Actually, you did say that. You went into a small room with her and interviewed her, so yep. lucky you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't know if she'll be back this year. She's uh, Michelle Mouton is uh, working with Leah Block. I so. saw that, and I, I cool think that's that? going to be, that's a lot of talent teaching a lot of talent. <laughs> um, and it's funny because if you haven't, I think it's on Leah's Instagram. If you haven't seen it, they, they did a little video together and they're michelle's talking about some of the same things she was talking about here about the fact of you know beating on everybody in the rally community doesn't matter if they were male or female so kind of fun yep i'm 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 excited to see a lot out of the blocks i mean i think they're obviously a talented family but i think leah's going to do a good job so and her mom's just as talented as her which is cool yeah yep yeah what else is new um, well, I'm getting more and more prep. I've got more trailer stuff. I got a toolbox for the trailer to permanently put in there uh, as if I didn't have enough toolboxes, but I wanted a specially shallow one to put in there so I can huh? carry the tools in you, there. What you wanted is an excuse to buy more tools is what you're saying. Yes. Okay, good. So yeah. I'm just going to fill that one with full Milwaukee sets and okay. I'll have the full DeWalt sets in there. And then yeah, you want to put the best stuff in the trailer. So you want That's Milwaukee. right. Yeah. <laughs> I do really like the convenience of the Milwaukee sets. Like. You, did I sent you that Instagram post or the or the the one where it was like the four different types of tools was like I mean, being sorted into your houses at Harry Potter and like yeah, yeah okay yeah. Ryobi <laughs> Milwaukee yeah, Dewalt was and Bosch yeah. or something and Bosch, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it made me laugh yeah yeah so okay so you got that and the, um, obviously it's winter so we're not working on a ton of it but you're going to put the toolbox in there you're doing the air conditioning system in there correct eventually yeah and yeah, then but um, you have bought it is my point yeah no that yeah. one is for the guest house oh so okay. I have another I have to get another one for that oh. um. But I've got the toolbox. I've got the. Can't you just put it in the trailer and turn the trailer into the guest house? That's a good idea. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you're good. Yeah. yeah I like that. Win idea. win. Yeah, win yeah, win. win. Yeah. yeah. You can move um, the guest house around. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so, no, then I've got the uh, the tongue box, the one that goes outside. That'll sure. hold like tie downs, things like that, um, or whatever I put in there. And then I've got the tra- the corner jacks. Um, so the goal is to make the the trailer like a mobile studio, mobile event space. So when Avance does things like. Uh, um, car shows, whatever we because the whole side folds out 
and you're not way above everyone else. You can turn it into a great little booth, protect yeah. you from wind and <laughs> weather. So, I don't know, they also the other, all the other goal is to make it less tippy. Yes, it's not attached to the truck. Yes, yeah. this allows you to detach it. So I've got Fair enough. some good drop downs for each corner. Um, our friends with Aztec uh, are going to help us do stickers on the side of the trailer for Avance and Aztec and Metropolitan. Um, I'm trying to think what else. That's the main stuff of the trailer. I've got shore power. I've got. Did you, are you putting um, more track on in the? Yeah. Okay. So it's got full e-track all the way down the center for yeah. wheel tie downs, but I've got some to put on the walls uh, so I can mount like for motorcycles and things like that. Are you, that's what I was going to ask. Are you going to mount more e-track so that we can put those wheel those wheel click stands in yes. there? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we have wheel nice. chocks. We have e-track. Yeah. We have e-track wheel shocks. Uh, wheel chocks, yeah. and so I have more e-track to go in the trailer to hold those. So we're very efficient packers, but I really am going to be interested to see how, what we end up taking on the monkey run this year with the fact that we can actually have <laughs> we have the trailer. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you know, you know, at least three to four monkeys and probably four full size dirt bikes. Yep. Easy to do in a 20 foot trailer. Yeah. With space to spare. Cause that's a really light load. So I know. Oh, that's good on the big bike. Oh, I'm uncomfortable. Let's go to little bikes. Yeah. Let's, okay. That'll be fun. I think I will be a lot more confident <laughs> in a place like Moab on a little bike. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But I'm worried about some of the rock obstacles because you're not, I mean, you're dropping, you're dropping. It's not the going up I'm so worried run about. Just take a run at it. Well, yeah, I don't have the suspension travel like the yeah, CRF. Either, but yeah. The CRF, you can do that. But Well, if there's all of us, then we just stop. We pick the monkey up. We take it down. Set it down. <laughs> we just yes. do that. Yeah. It's just one yeah. guy goes, grabs the front. But I think that'll be interesting. Um, I was actually going to, I had a question about that. So I'm obviously thinking about getting new tires for the monkey this mm-hmm. year. And I'm going to get dirt tires. But should I get a, a different type of tire for Moab? Or, no. or, is it, or am I just under the impression that I'm going to buy new tires and I'm going to probably have to buy new tires after going to Moab because they're going to go get so chewed up from being. They probably won't be as bad as you think. Um, just because you're not going to cover that many miles. But a flat, wide knob works really good in Moab. We're not going to be there when it's. Uh, when snowing, it's muddy yeah, and muddy, snowing, yeah. yeah, so it won't be that bad. Um, I really want to try the hot tub with the monkey. I think I think I can do it. <laughs> you know that, that that giant hole that everybody oh drives oh the the not yeah the I, devil's hot tub the devil's or, hot tub or yeah. whatever. I think I think we can do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to like like just throw if, a toe if, strap if we, down. I was going to say if we can figure out how to get one in there, we're definitely filming a video. Just, yes, <laughs> we, you may not be able to see how we get it out, but yeah. Well, the, I've seen that thing and. It would be difficult to walk out of. Yeah, I know. Like you would need a rope. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I know. So it would be a lot. It, I, yeah. I, I think with enough with enough ingenuity, I think we can figure it out. But um, right. I think it'd make a great video. I think we might be able to break the internet. Yeah. <laughs> depending on the editing. So, yeah. So um, to get ready for that, I ordered some more parts for the truck, actually. And I know I'm getting a new truck here. I was like, yeah. yeah I'm good. getting a new okay. truck in, in uh, March. But what I ordered is a soft, cheap roll-up bed cover. Just to like there, you can get these soft, cheap ones that even lockable for like 170 bucks on Amazon. Velcro that goes over the side. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. all I need. And it's um, uh, so I ordered one of those just to put on it temporarily for the the trip down. I think I'm gonna do one of those. Um, oh, for the trip down to trade it in. Yeah. Why? Uh, luggage and it fits both trucks. Oh, okay. I get yeah. it. You should move it over. Okay. I think I'm gonna do. Well, I'm gonna do a canopy for now, but I wanted something cheap enough just to pour, put luggage in the back so it wasn't rolling around with with the car in the back, and so. I got one of those, and I think I'm going to do one one of those. Uh, oh, what are they called? The the pull out. Uh, oh, like the bed re- trays. Yeah, yeah. What are those called? Um, oh, what is it called? Bed storage system. I know what they're. I I can see it. I just can't 
No, but it is. Yeah. This is going to drive me nuts. But autocorrect. Racket or? Decked. Decked. Decked, full size, full system. So I think I'm going to do a deck system on there since I've got the trailer now. I can still put motorcycles on top of it. It's got play, it holds the same payload as Not a truck if you bed. put a canopy on it, you can't. No. But I mean, you really want a canopy, huh? Yeah. You're really admitted to being that old. You want to put a canopy on your truck. I want it. I want the. <laughs> You know, Brian had it right on his truck, too. Once you have one... Never say that statement in public again. <laughs> once you have one, it's really convenient. No, I know. It's a giant trunk, so... I, is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. It's almost like taking a truck and turning it into a car. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. I've been talking about that. I really wish they made an F-150 chassis uh, SUV Raptor. They do. In, uh, in Europe. On the F one fifty chassis, it's I'm, I'm it's, it's either on the F one fifty chassis or it's on the Ranger chassis. The it's Ranger, a, it's a it's a big ass SUV that's that's built for that looks like it's a Raptor. So I mean, technically, you had the Expedition, and now you have the neutered Expedition. I want the real Expedition. Wait, don't we know somebody that just bought one of those neutered Expeditions? Oh, probably. Yeah, <laughs> Brandon Bin Powell didn't he just buy a oh, neutered yeah. Expedition? <laughs> yeah. So I want the real Expedition. Yeah, well, on he, the truck yeah, chassis okay. with the Raptor parts. Okay. So that's really what I'd want. Okay. So. Anyway, I'm a little I mean, pissed they've missed the market segment. I don't know if they, I mean. I feel like they could move it. Because you've got the, if you think about, you know, performance SUVs, you've got the Bronco and the Bronco Raptor, and it's not that much smaller. Yeah. So, but I just want the, the bigger space of the F-150. I think the dog's trying to eat. I, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> In case anybody doesn't know, we're not kidding. Nick is the dog's best friend. Ow. That's, that's not what we do to best friends. He's super excited that Nick is here and trying desperately to get him to play with him. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I'm trying to type. So. <laughs> I was trying to figure out if I could if I could find the name of that, that vehicle because it's going to bother me now. Yeah, please do because I haven't seen it. I don't remember a full-size SUV. See, that's what I want, but I don't think that exists. It exists. I just don't know. Um, I mean, it exists on like some specialty no, no, pay no, 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 no. market. It, it exists. Um, it exists in another market. Ah, okay. Okay. So okay. before the dog tried to eat Nick, yeah. we're talking about the Ford Everest, which uh, looks yeah. like an uh, Australian market. Which And I think, I think what people have done from what I'm seeing is they put, it's built off of the Ranger chassis, I believe, but it's a little bit bigger SUV. And I think they're putting a lot of the Raptor parts on it to mm. kind of make it bigger, but... I consider the Bronco Raptor, but it doesn't have the towing capacity I need, no. which isn't a lot. Like, I'm not asking for a super duty level towing capacity. I just need some. And it's, I love the Bronco Raptor. It looks great. Just buy yeah. a Raptor R. We'll cut the back off and then we'll, 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 we'll weld on. We'll cut the back end off of Brandon Ben Powell's expedition <laughs> and just weld it onto your truck. It'd be, it's easy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, things I would do with extra disposable income. Cut the back end off friends' cars. I mean, that's yes. going to be a grandfather. Exactly. Jeez, the, kids, the kids will freeze. Uh, yeah. Know. So I started doing my, my mod list, though. I'll be in Arizona okay. for the month. Mod, and, okay. and so I've got uh, frame mount sliders coming. Okay. Um, uh, the winch I've got. So it'll just, and because of the new modular bumper, I can just bolt it on. Not so hard there. Do we have to take all that stuff off before you go? Or are you going to put it just on when the you winch. come back up here? Just put the winch back on when you get back up here? What do you mean? Well, if you take the winch off the old truck and then drive down there, are you going to take the winch with you and then put yes. it on the new truck when you're down there? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to put it in the back of the truck. Okay. And then when I get there, you're going to have your, your shop truck. assistant help you put the winch on. Uh, no, I'll bring the jack actually. 
Because no, that's, I know. that's the easiest way to do it. And because yeah. it has that modular bumper now, It'd be pretty it's, easy. It's, it's not nearly as hard as like, you know, remounting an intercooler. You don't True. have to do that anymore. So, well, we're going to have to because we're going to have to remount the intercooler that was moved. In oh, the no, you I, have. It stays on there. What? I can't take off the intercooler that's on the truck now. My current Raptor, I cannot remove the intercooler that's on there. It's permanent. It's permanent because I had to cut out the grill to fit it. Okay. So you just take the winch off. All I'm doing is taking the winch off. Yeah. Okay. And the lights. Interesting. Okay. And the lights I'm going to sell separately because they don't fit the and new truck. And there's no bonus? Like, they're not, they won't give you a bonus for trading that truck in with a winch already on it? Not nearly enough to justify okay, it. Fair yeah. enough. Why? They always do that. Like, when I go to trade a vehicle in and I'm like, I have these things. And I'm like, yeah, we don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, great. So that, that, oh, that, that's, that only exists in the private market. Yeah. Because nobody cares about your mods in the in a dealer sale. I think they do because then they take the mods back and then all the guys in the shop take them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. in that so, sense. But yeah. yeah, they lower they dramatically lower the pr- the price of a vehicle to have it modif- modified. People do not get that still. Repeat <laughs> that to death. It always makes me laugh. And there's always the 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 group of us because I'm on like the you know the Corvette forums and the Audi forums and everybody else and they're has got all these mod this giant mods list and they're like nobody wants that dude. Yeah. You got a hundred grand invested in your car, and I was loud. I was like, "No, you spent a hundred grand to do it, make it do what you wanted, and you lost a hundred grand." You made you made your car what you want it to be, but yeah, is it worth it? Sure, maybe. I yeah. mean, I, it's worth it to me to mod my vehicles, but I'm not going to get out what I put into them. That's just I know that though. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. So, I mean, you ordered the truck, you're ready to go, and all this obviously some of this stuff is universal because you can take some of the stuff off your existing truck and put it onto the new. Almost one. none, actually. Wait, wait. I you, thought you could put the lights and you could put the, the lights uh, different setup in the bumper. So I'm I'm going to sell those to somebody who wants them. Uh, sure. Uh, and then I'm going to get a different Baja Designs kit, and then I'm going to go with the linkable Baja Designs across the the roof. I'm not going to do that as I buy the truck because they're so expensive, but I'm going to get the bumper lights. Um, and I'm eventually going to do the roof lights and the grill lights. The bumper lights from Ford? No, the, from Baja oh, Designs. You're going to get Baja Designs. Okay. Yeah, I no, got the you. Ford okay. stuff's junk, and so is the rigid stuff and everything else. Okay. Interesting. So. Well, I mean, that'll be interesting. Um, and I think I've asked this question, but, like, it's ordered, right? You you didn't, did you special order it kind of thing? Yeah, and they're just waiting for it to come in yep. kind of thing. Okay. Avalanche Gray, 700A package. This is a 37 package of everything. It's weird seeing you in a not a white car. Avalanche Gray is close enough. Yeah, it's, it's not Avalanche White. That's true. Which, by the way, I think should be a color Avalanche White. It really should. It really it? should yeah. be. A, yeah. <laughs> no, it'll match the Audi better, so that's nice. Yeah, it's fair. Um, <laughs> well, that's the important thing. That's right. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see, what else? Floor mats, the, the ever-essential. <laughs> the, husky, you know, the Husky ones or the other ones? Uh, husky this time again. I yeah. like the Husky ones not only because they have a lot of coverage for the whole truck and they don't have a giant-ass logo on them. In fact, you can just pull it right off if you want, yeah. which I, that's kind of my, my new thing like that I'm just kind of over Yeah, is all the brand names on everything. Like Unless you're paying me, you can suck it. I'm not advertising your company for free. Technically, you're, you're paying them, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm yeah. like, if you're going to have a giant logo on it, you're going to pay me to have it. I'm not an advertiser for anything. Like, Anyway. Yeah. So. Speaking of that, make sure somebody pays you to put a new Avance logo on there. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Giant Avance stickers. Yeah. Yes, that'll be a must. I'm trying to think what else What else I have coming. I've got the, I haven't ordered the deck stuff yet, but the canopy is no problem. That's going to be one of the ones with the swing outdoors and all that. Are you having the, all the clear bra done down there? No. Ins- inside now? I'm going to wait till I get back. Luckily, okay. it's got a giant ass grill on it, so it yeah. tends to be less of an issue with that truck. Um, oh, uh, mud flaps, though, I'm going to put on. Okay. Uh, front and rear for the trailer, just some cheap ones. 
uh, a Husky probably again, actually, because they're really flexible, I've found, because mine have been bent every which way off-road, and they've still held up and haven't torn off the truck. So I've actually been really happy with them, but I want to, It's that's more about protecting the trailer and the, the lower sides of the truck. Once it gets back here, it'll, of course, get full S-Tech. Um, not full, because it's the truck, but it'll have the... You're going to do inside-outside, aren't you? Some of the inside parts? What do you, what do you mean? You covered, the, you, covered the, you covered all the carbon fiber in S-Tech on, the, on this one. On the outside, not the inside. I thought you covered the inside, too. Mm-mm. Really? Oh, oh, yes, uh, on my F one fifty, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I had some of the. I'll have by the grab handles by the doors. Yeah, so yeah, I was going to say the shifter. Yeah, yeah. I was so I'll have them do that. that. Yeah, okay. And then I'll have them do the front end. Um, that was so well worth it on that truck. Um, I'm going to do the flares again. I'm going to do the flares this time though. Last time I did not do the flares on the truck, and because of the matte finish on them, I found it was hard to get some of the scratches out. Not a big deal, obviously, because I use my truck and I'm not that worried about it. But with I can do like. Uh, S uh, Tech has that matte wrap, yeah. So I'm probably gonna do that good. on the yeah on the fender flares and then the Dino Shield on the rest of the truck. And are you getting the one with like the big huge sunroof? Yep. Did they fix that problem like where somebody's hanging out the sunroof and they push down That's on the roof? That's a good question. I'm sure I'll find out. Though. Did they fix that issue? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did they make it load bearing? Load bearing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Okay. So that'll be th- nice. That and then it uh, it will come with tinted windows, um, which I actually didn't want, but they do that with all their vehicles. Might have held up fine. Don't be wrong. I, w- yeah. I just would prefer to do you know have the S guys do it with theirs because it's a better quality tint. I'm sure you could tell them to not do it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's pro- they probably just do it in the pre dealer, the pre purchase, whatever inspection. Yeah, that's true. I've been they throw it in for free, so that's kind of nice. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I will though because it's not you know. Get it all done right the first time. Or just talk to John. Get, get Can you th- fly down, John? No, no. You, maybe <laughs> you just take the product down there and have them put it on. That's true. I wonder who an S-Tech installer is. is I, I guarantee there's one down there. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. But yeah. For the, for the road trip home, though, it's mud flaps, um, lights, uh, which with the way driving through the desert, man, I, those have been worth their weight in gold. Yeah. And then the winch I'll have right there, so I'm just going to put it on. Um, and then the sliders, because we're going to Moab, obviously, on the way home. And then, which is what everybody does with their brand new Raptors, go of to course. Moab. <laughs> Who wouldn't? <laughs> Got to test it out and break it in properly. You need to find some slight little road in Moab that you can just pull the truck and the trailer up on the rocks and just and let let people know the Audi's in the back, but you don't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, pull the truck and the trailer through the hot tub. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. So I'm okay. I'm excited. To, I'm excited to have a project while I'm down there, even though I'm working. But it'll be nice to have like you know something to do in dry weather I keep forgetting that you're going to be down there for a month like yeah in my mind i'm like are you sure you're going to want to do all this like but this, that's right you're gonna be down there for a while so yeah. none of it should take too long because I'm, I'm bringing like my i'm bringing most of the every tool i would need for that kind of stuff with sure. me and luckily uh it's really easy to download instructions to stuff you need online yes <laughs> so i know what i need ahead of time i'm like do i need anything special and no um speaking of that did you think about maybe putting a small tv swing out tv in the trailer yeah for like running youtube videos or things like that or yeah so and i actually happen to have a few extra of those that i could just put in there yeah um and so that has definitely been a consideration i'm going to get the toolbox everything in there because i don't want to monopolize the wall space but if i can swing it out of the way or swing it up what type of toolbox are you going to put in there I have a Husky, um, 48 inch with 16 inches deep. So you're doing the, the, the rolling one? Yeah. You're not doing a tall one? No. Okay. I was going to say, if you do a tall one, we just build it into the... Well, I think I, I, I thought about doing a ceiling swing up. 
Because then I can swing it all the way out of the way. And that gives me, if I have like bikes all the way to the front yeah. or, you know, whatever, then I can have that wall space. Or and then someday to... when we build the dyno into the trailer, we can just pull the screen down and we can see the dyno results right there. That's a cool idea. Right? Yeah, Not for our trailer, but it would those, be really cool for All those mobile dynos definitely don't have videos linked to them of things blowing up on them. So mostly <laughs> well, I was thinking Dodge a motorcycle trucks. dyno. But yeah, that would yeah. be cool too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because a motorcycle dyno would be cool. That'd be easy. Just jack the trailer up, put the motorcycle on one of the outside wheels. <laughs> it's a dyno. You're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So. All right. That'll be fun. Yeah. I'll, be I'll fun. document it more. Um, we're going to. Obviously, we can kind of document it while you're doing it because we're going to be recording separately because I'm going to be yeah. up here in the Pacific Northwest and you'll be down there. So that'll be kind of fun. Yep. Yeah. And uh, not this week because uh, of the weather. We uh, our, our guest wasn't able to make it this week, but uh, we have uh, basically a full video setup for the studio now. I just got to get it kind of uh, there's always going to be some kinks to work out when you're setting up something brand new but our well, guests can look forward to that will, very we soon we will have it next week I think. next week we will, with our guests because the per, the person we're recording with is going to be helping us make those videos so right yeah, yeah. so, yeah. so yeah. we will have a full video system <laughs> yeah um coming up for the studio so we'll be switching back we've done a few video podcasts but now we have a dedicated space and we have equipment that doesn't have to move all the time and so really it's just a matter of setting down and Hit and record. Setting up a GoPro, yeah. Yeah, not even that. I have actually multiple. Um, with Switcher, I can use a GoPro, but I don't. It's kind of overkill. Yeah. And with a phone, it's actually easier. Oh, that's right. We've used the phones. For yeah, and so I've got good. multiple iPads and phones, and so sort of just click in the mount, click in, that's click in, done. That's great to hear because I had made sure to charge up my GoPro last night and did everything, but thinking we're going to need it today. But <laughs> <laughs> We can still use a GoPro, Nick. And our guest that canceled, and you know who you are. <laughs> She's getting warm in California. God. How do you tell somebody you're going to be in a podcast and then be in California? I know. She lucky, said sorry. She's lucky we're friends. I know. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, are you doing anything special? Like, you're not plugging in your truck or anything like that at night, are you? Like, I mean, right I know, now? Yeah. Uh, not not now because I've been driving it basically every day. Oh, you are. Okay. But I have um, multiple trucks on the property right now because I have, yes. you know, friends and family out of town and they've dropped their vehicles here and I have all those plugged in. Do you? Okay. Even in... The other day, um, so I power washed off the truck. So I didn't tell you this. I recovered a, a truck down the road. It was a full-size propane truck. And they had slid off in the ice. Um, they weren't all the way in the ditch. They were just kind of in a spot where they couldn't drive out. Sure. So if I was, they, it would be much too heavy for me to recover if it was actually stuck in a ditch. They were just in the spot where if they kept going, they were going to keep sliding. So I had to get this truck out. And uh, I... S- I went back up there. Had to. Yeah, had to. <laughs> so I, I went back up. Well, it's kind of funny. I ended up having to because the he called the tow truck. And so like a full-size truck and the tow truck couldn't get to him either. Yeah. The road was too iced over. And so I backed in and I put the winch up to him. And I, as I started to winch him, it was just sliding my truck across the road because it was ice. So I said, okay, I've just buried my truck in the ditch. I literally just put it over there. And then I could either use my boards or my winch to winch myself out. Total, yeah. Not a big deal. So I did a... a um, double back pull. Um, what do you call it? Um, you went from your truck and put a put a to his truck to my truck to his truck. Oh, you went three. Cause okay. you, yeah, yeah, because it's so heavy. Yeah. So I wanted to do a really slow, controlled pull while he hit the gas, just okay. to get him enough onto the road, and it worked. Mm-hmm. Worked just fine. But what happened is I was so in the ditch, I basically I buried the truck because I needed my truck to be anchored. Yeah. And so, but I got all this uh, dirt and ice caught up in my wheels. And so if you've ever done that and you've wondered why your truck is shaking to hell and back, it's because you have added like 10 pounds of mud into your wheels and you need to clean it out. Sure. 
Anyway, so I get back here. It finally um, thawed enough that at that time for me to spray it out with a pressure washer. And so I did that. Um, but what I did is when I pressure washed off the truck, I basically froze the truck because that night afterwards it froze and I put a giant sheet of ice in the truck. My remote start didn't work. And my butt, my start didn't work either. It was too cold and too frozen. Like I had frozen the truck basically. Inside the truck, the start button wouldn't work? It would click. But like the battery wasn't dead, it just couldn't turn it over because it was so cold. Because okay. basically the engine and everything else had gotten wet too for yeah. pressure washing. So I finally, I after about the fourth try, it finally just turned over and worked just fine. But I was like, "That's a first. Yeah. So uh, and that truck's not even that old, but the, when it's that cold, it was. I think it was twelve that day. Yeah, it was twelve degrees. The battery would did not want to kick over. So we got down to six. I think. Was yeah, it was yeah. nuts. Yeah. yeah. So when it gets that cold, though. Excuse me, you definitely want to plug in a battery tender to your vehicle. It really does make a big difference. So everything out here has a battery tender on it right now. Yeah, it looks like a used car lot out there. I know. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know who's driving that compensating Dodge in your park in your I know. Driveway. It is the ultimate compensator truck. It really is. Yeah. It has to have Idaho plates or Oregon plates on it, doesn't it? Yeah, I can't remember which one they are. <laughs> Get off my leg. He's trying to steal your sock cuz I threw his sock. I'm aware of that. Those are on my feet, thank you. <laughs> Who trained you? Who is your, where is your mother? <laughs> <laughs> laughing at you. I know. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Anyway. Well, um, yeah, I, I mean, I have had, I've been just remote starting my car every once in a while, like last week, even though I wasn't driving it, like just to start it and let yeah. it run a little bit. And with the super app, I can start it and it'll turn itself off in like 10 minutes. Five That's what my truck does too. Yeah. yeah. Which is nice. But it was, it got really, really, really cold. Yeah. So, yeah. For here, very, very cold. Yeah. We don't usually see temps like that. So that was something. I kind of like it. <laughs> I it's like pretty it out. Yeah. Oh, when it was really cold and really cl- really clear, that was yeah. really pretty. So, pretty. Yeah. So, yeah. A lot of cars in the ditch, though, around here. So. Yeah. I mean, especially those of us that are trying to screw around. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not as bad as last year, but... Uh, it's not over yet. Yeah, I was going to say it's not over yeah, yet. I'm going to so. go out there in a little bit and grab some dinner and see yeah. who I can find for the fun of it, because that's what we like to do. <laughs> who can be pulled out of the ditch today? Yeah. So, yeah. Got my money just out of the recovery year, though. Been real yeah. happy with that stuff. So yeah, by the time this comes out, we will have had. A, I'm not going to be here, but we're going to have that big uh, colors event at. Um, yep. Uh, Lamborghini, Lamborghini Seattle. Lamborghini Seattle. That'll be kind yep. of fun. Are you going to so, go? Yeah, I'll be there. I'm going to okay. volunteer. I'm probably not going to stay very long. I'm just going to help them set up and come back because um, yeah. they need people to help park and things like that. So I'm going to go out there, get set up, and head back. Uh, so I've got too much to do here. <laughs> nice. And then, uh, but it's going to be yeah, it's going to be cold, but it's going to be a good event as always. Great location for that. So. That'll be good. Like I said, I have, uh, where was it? Oh, I, I sent you the video, and it is now starting to take over the internet. And I don't know who it is because the guy has a, has a fake name on Instagram. But somebody took a Pagani Wyra BC and took it out in the snow. Oh, was, I've seen that, yeah. And it has been absolutely taken over the automotive internet as far as, I mean, taking a, you know, a pristine car. Obviously, it's protected, but, like, in a lot of snow. <laughs> like a lot a lot of snow so we'll have yeah. to see if we can find a photo of that and put it up too kind of fun uh you know it's coming up on tuesday january 30th our podcast with about the nurburgring is that scheduled yeah oh <laughs> it's finally on the events page so we can talk about it oh okay I was yeah like, so in person tuesday january 30th 6 6 30 that's people what that come will understand it was like herding well for adam was like herding sheep yeah or cats cats yeah, yeah. 
Super so, pretty easy to hurt easily. That's on the 30th? Yep. Yeah, I'm going to put that on my calendar You probably right should. Now. Tuesday yeah, the 30th. Tuesday the 30th, um, yeah, okay. That'll be with uh, Tom Roberts and Curtis Krieger okay. and Aaron Kirsten, who, which we know um, all about the Nürburgring, which is pretty we can cool. get all those people into your little studio, Dan? I know. <laughs> That'll be at uh, the uh, Collector's Car Garage, formerly Driver's Club. We're back. back. We're back, yeah. That's so. kind of, I forgot about that. It's kind of a big announcement where it all started. Yeah, like, our I mean, goal is to work with them to do, like, uh, not too often, but maybe shooting for a monthly event with the Avance members and the members there, um, kind of back to the, our social roots. You're reading kind of the, the announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, is it open to Avance members? Or? It is, okay. yeah. Uh, I think you have to RSVP. I was going to say, I think there's an RSVP, but yeah. But yeah. Do we need no, to RSVP? open to all Avance me- members and collector's car garage there members. There you go. So there yep. you go. So if you've if you've heard about what we were what we used to do back in the RCS days and, and, and the, the debauchery of hanging out and looking at cars and having fun and interviewing people come see that because it's going to be a lot of fun dan and i are excited to be back um it'll be you know it's kind of a homecoming for us so yep. yeah so we'll be there and then the next time we will be out and about will be the dirtfish women in motorsports summit so i'm looking forward to that as usual, that's like of course that's like a month from then right like a may yeah it's may 2nd may and 2nd, then i leave yeah. for uh, <laughs> yeah march 2nd not may thank god somebody in this room knows where we're supposed to be right thank you shauna not us <laughs> yeah um <laughs> But yeah, that'll be a great event. Then it's off to Arizona after the next day. Yeah, so. that'll be fun for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the rest of us stick around here and make sure the world doesn't dissolve. Yeah. You can come visit. We told you no, that. No, I know. I'm, 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 trying, I'm trying to figure that out. So, yeah. It's nice to be in a nice warm house, by the way. Thank you for turning the heat on. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. We're special like that. We keep yes. things heated. Yes, you are. Uh, if our guests have any questions or mod ideas, hey, actually, that's uh, something I'm going to post. When I post this on Facebook, I'm going to ask this question. But if anybody has any other ideas of like mods you think I should do before I drive home, um, I'll list what I'm doing, and then I would love some feedback for anybody else who's like, hey, you should do this too. Yeah. There's probably something I'm forgetting. There always is. You need to get those dirt bike mods like I showed you that with the wheel that goes on top of the roof. Speaking of which. I love sending you guys that. So we have a, a group yeah. we send, I send this to, and you and Brandon and Brian are in there, and then you just eat me apart. I'm like, this would be cool. And you're like, that's stupid. And this is like, it's fun I'm for like, me. I'm like, why would I need that? Because it, it looks cool. It does yeah. look cool. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of motorcycles, yeah. uh, we are adding one more to the fold, and I'm very happy. Are we? Yeah. Do we have to teach him how to learn ride the motorcycle? Like we've taught him how to like four wheel. I don't think so. You he, don't he, think so? No. I mean, he used to ride a Harley, so I don't think it counts as riding a motorcycle. Is more of a couch with two wheels going in one direction. That's what I'm saying. Do we but, need to teach him? Yeah, but he did yeah. ride bicycles too, and continues to do so. One of them, which is electric, so he feel like he's got a little bit of a game up. But he also was hit on a bicycle. Right. So that's true. <laughs> It's a so, win-win. I don't know. Yeah. But um, that'll be interesting. Yeah, we're still working out the details, but Benji, uh, obviously M Squared Fitness, our, yeah. our very first sponsor of our show, yeah. is getting into the game. So he's getting uh, what we think is a 2022 CRF450RL. Is it red? It, it is. is. It red? Yeah. Okay. Is it come with mods and all that? Uh, this one is basically bone stock. Okay. But with we can almost, mod it. Yeah, almost yeah, okay. no miles. Fair well, enough. it's funny because we lo- he looked at a uh, Husqvarna 501, which great bike. KTM 500 DXC, Husqvarna 501, same bike, different colors. Very, very minor differences. Yeah. And um, there was one that was really modded. Really nice bike. The guy was... The guy who... Had Are you about f- to tell me mods don't matter, Dan? No. No. They, in this case, the guy had done like everything I would do to the bike. Recluse clutch, tank, that's, everything, that's, right? Oh, God. I want and that recluse clutch. It was basically ready to go, but it had 3,000 miles on it. And which is not... It was like 3,000 miles is nothing. That doesn't seem like a lot. Until you look at the service guide for a bike like a 501 or a 500 or even the CR450. Um most of these bikes require a full rebuild, full rebuild, full rebuild, crankshaft, crankshaft bearings, piston, rings, valves, the whole nine at about 3,700 miles. 
Now, if you change your oil a lot, you keep your valves in check, you do regular services. I don't know of anybody outside of a full-blown racer who's had to do that and done that. Like, it's really, really uncommon. Like, Honda guys are usually, I'm I'm not kidding, Honda guys have seen upwards of fifteen to 20,000 miles before they're even getting valves out of spec. I I feel like that's where I'm at. Like, I'm changing the oil every 400 miles or something like that. Uh, Yeah, I change mine almost every ride. It's a quart, something like whatever. Um, And filters are cheap. Okay, money bags. No. (laughs) Yeah. $12 investment, I think. Yeah, yeah. $12 rides. Yeah, exactly. $3 worth of gas and $12 worth of oil. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sure. So, but but on a bike like the the 500 and the Husqvarna 501, um, they are more race-ready than the CRF. They are designed to be. They're lighter. They're faster. They have 65, 70 horsepower. Those bikes haul ass. And they're good bikes. So, but I told him, it's like, if you don't know the full history of the bike and looking at the mods and just the scuffs on the plastic, it, this guy hasn't abused it, but he, he's a rider. This guy has ridden Ridden-man, hard. Yeah. And I'm like, mm. it's going to want to, you're going to, you're, you're going to be paying for a rebuild here pretty soon. Well, I mean, probably not at the 3,700 mile, 3,500 mile interval, Still. but probably somewhere in the next 3,000 miles. Okay. Um, again, not a bad thing if you want kind of the pinnacle of a performance enduro bike. Yeah. Really not. Um, but know what you're getting into. And so I said, you know, the CRF we looked at, I think it's got like 300 miles on it. It's one of those where a guy bought it. Why everybody buys? I don't get that. There's so many of those too. And I'm like, like, this like, thing's uh, barely due for an oil change. Yeah. <laughs> and so I said, there's some peace of mind. It's cheaper. It's because the CRFs are a lot cheaper. I said, one, it's cheaper. They're sitting around nine to 10, depending on mods. They're dropping. Well, this time of year is about 85 because every, this is the time of year when those bikes are worthless, which yeah. is great. And so I said, you know, you're going to spend more in the end because you're going to have to buy your mods and it's going to be, you know, 1500 bucks just for exhaust and ECU. And then you're going to be tank for 400 and chain sprockets are going to be another 150 and then yeah. skid plate, you know, the whole drill, right? I didn't realize how much I had spent on mine until I sent him the list of everything I spent. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. This is this is a $15,000 bike. Yeah. Rector's <laughs> clutch, 1500 bucks. That, that hasn't yeah. happened yet. But yeah. And so yeah. these things add up really, really quick. Yeah. I said, but so there's a lot to be said for knowing your bike from the beginning yeah so then yeah you're not buying new and you can have problems even with a really low mileage bike but it's pretty easy to tell if they've been abused as soon as you start them up yeah you look at the plastics you look at yeah yeah and so i said you know i would personally rather spend the money over time and know everything that's been to the bike that been done to the bike and when and when it happened yeah then kind of roll the dice on somebody else's mods unless i know them really well personally so uh, my bike I bought with a lot of mods, but I knew exactly who I bought it from, and I had every intimate detail of anything that bike's ever been through. Yeah. <laughs> every story I know from that bike firsthand, and I can call them up anytime and say, like, hey, when did you do this? So unless you really know who you're buying from, I would typically buy as unmodified as possible when it comes to a really performance-oriented bike like Where that. Where do you find it? Uh, this one is over in, there's one in Bend and one in Legrand. Um, both almost exactly the same bike. Yeah. And I was like, well, make him deal and see if they'll meet us in Portland, and then we can just create it one day. Yeah. So that's be fun. Cool. Anyway. And then he's going to be like us yet again. He'll be, actually, I think I'll be interested to see him riding that bike because he's taller than us. Yeah. And uh, I mean, even I, you know, straddle over that bike, sometimes tiptoe a little bit, but. I lower it, man. I don't want to lower it. I want as much suspension as. You don't don't lose travel. I don't have a problem with it. I know. I it just, just makes I mean, it more comfortable yeah. to ride, that's all. Because then you're not bouncing so much. Well, it, like you got to do a turnaround. I'm, I'm going to bounce no matter what. But Right. <laughs> yeah. I know. We all need our sports bras. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But. Yeah. Boy bras. The boy bras. Boobs. Yeah. yeah. No, um, if you just think about like turning around at an off-camber hill. 
Like that's when it it really helps. Well, I want to get good to be able to do one of those, you know, where you just pop it, you front wheelie it, yeah, and yeah, drop down the other way. I want to do yeah. that. I know there's going to be a few where the bike fall on top of me, so you're going to need to be there. But uh, see, this is why I want to get like a small CRF one fifty. I know a really tiny light bike because then you can learn all those fundamental movements, and then it's easy to transfer it. But anyway, that's, I thought about that or or like the the, the two fifty, the three the three hundred, the three hundred R. You wouldn't notice enough of a difference, honestly, between well, your I'm bike and that like, bike. White ways you do. I've ridden both of them. Yeah, weight yeah. weight wise, but like when it comes to my bike feels so heavy yeah it is a heavy bike i mean it is. i don't really realize it till i'm trying to hip it up onto the stand yeah <laughs> you know so yeah you'd be surprised how much lighter like a ktm 501 is it's i think it's like sure. 30 pounds it's a that's a big difference that's a lot that's a lot that's yeah, a lot, that's a lot. <laughs> so especially yeah. when all that weight's up high yeah <laughs> anyway nice all right well all right. um yeah now now i just gotta get, into, get a monkey and a grom which i told him to get first but whatever yeah because okay can we just look can we just put him on your monkey just so i can see what he looks like on your monkey yeah and then we then Todd will have no excuse, right? Yeah, exactly. fair enough. Cool. Join uh, the monkey cult. Join the monkey cult. Yes. All right. All right. Well, for this episode of the Avance Podcast, as always, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. Don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.